Welcome to the No Decision Podcast. I am your host, Wes, and my co-host is the same guy that I have with me on Run It Back Podcast. It is Joy. Joy, how are you tonight? I am doing great, Wes. How how are you? You know, I am excited to start this new chapter of our podcasting careers mm. with putting out the boxing portions of our podcast into a brand new show. So for those listening, um, we used to have a segment called Check Hooks in our Wes and Joy show, Run It Back podcast, but now we've decided to rebrand and call it the No Decision podcast, having it as a standalone for our true-to-form fight fans. Right. So Joy, are you ready to make some rounds with me tonight? Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's go. All right. Round one. Errol Spence versus Danny Garcia. So Errol Spence won a convincing unanimous decision on Saturday night, this past Saturday night at AT&T Stadium over Danny Garcia, who is by no means a terrible fighter. He is so good. Right. Very good counterpuncher. But like I said in previous podcasts, Errol Spence to me is probably the most balanced boxer in the game today, mm. especially at the welterweight division. And there are so many question marks going into that fight, such as the car accident, where's his focus at, has the pandemic perhaps changed him? And the answer is no, no, and no. <laughs> he seemed to be in top shape, mm. top form, and he damn near pitched a shutout on his first fight back. Absolutely. And this is not a tune-up. Right. Even absolutely. by his standards, it wasn't it a tune-up. Right. And for him to do that, it goes to show how great he is. Mm. And what did you think about that fight, Joy? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, I also want to preface that, um, you know, I said I said uh, I thought Errol Spence was gonna win. I did say that uh, I secretly wanted Danny Garcia to win because it would throw a little bit more of a uh, a pretzel into the welterweight division. But man, like uh, you know, this is the first time I was really able to see Errol Spence against a really good fighter, a fighter that I thought could really just weather the punches, but he backed up Danny Garcia a lot uh, into the ropes, which um, I didn't really see a lot, even against Keith Thurman. So, yeah, I'm very impressed with Errol Spence. And uh, even after the fight, Errol Spence wasn't really happy with his performance. And, you know, he kind of rated himself a B-, minus. which, I mean, if that's a B-, minus, bring it on. I, I want to see... The A plus, I want to see it. Um, you know, maybe against uh, future fights. So we'll see. For him to say such a thing, that goes to show how mindful he is of right. pursuing perfection. Absolutely. In the game, and he knows that he's still a work in progress. Mm. But so far, Errol Spence 2.0 looks very, very good. Mm. And you did say going into the future. So let's talk about it. And so for those watching that fight, and for those who don't know, one of his future foes, potential future foes rather, was sitting in the crowd at AT&T Stadium, and that happens to be Terrence Bud Crawford. <laughs> now, both men have been on record saying that they want to fight each other. Hmm. Do you think it happens, Joy? I do think it happens. Um, it tends to be, you know, when we uh, when we want these massive fights, right? Like, two of the best of the best, perhaps even, you know, for the pound for pound. 
um we will get these fights eventually you know maybe it may not be at the perfect timing but we will get these fights um i hope it is the next fight uh the next fight is terence bud crawford um and yeah uh, that is the fight that i want to see um they these two are in my eyes probably the most complete boxers the uh i've seen so yeah uh, i'm ready bring it on more comf or most complete that is a very interesting line that you're taking there joy right absolutely yeah uh, i mean right uh i think i think i've never i haven't really seen that good of a boxer in the southpaw like like not as a boxer but like you know pacquiao is a boxer puncher he's he, he could brawl but man like errol was just moving he was just sticking he was jabbing his jab was pretty much the key in the fight. Uh, I love the way he moved. I love the way he was able to kind of guide and really kind of force uh, Danny Garcia to the ropes, to, to corners, to places where Danny Garcia wasn't really comfortable with, uh, to places where Danny Garcia pretty much started to really rely on his power and his counter punching. You know, you can't really counter punch something that you can't catch. So... Yeah, a brilliant game plan by Spence. I think, I think that was, that was that was probably one thing that impressed me the most. I thought he was more of a brawler, but I, I think uh, I'm, I'm more impressed now. Absolutely, and that now kind kind of backs up what I've thought of him as a balanced fighter. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. He's. I thought, you know, defense wasn't gonna be his strong suit, but. I mean, he's he's proven me wrong. I thought, you know, Danny really struggled to to land cleanly, especially that right hand. We I was looking for that right hand of Danny Garcia to land uh, pretty pretty square, but um, you know, just a couple of grazes here and there. Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah, now we seem to be on a crash course for the balanced fighter against the two stanced the ambidextrous fighter hmm. so hopefully that comes into fruition sometime in 2021 however we do realize that as boxing fans we can't be choosers <laughs> unfortunately we're not always going to get what we want hmm. and a name that both men have been putting in their mouths is our pride and joy joy <laughs> and that man is Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao, yep. Now, do you think it's worth... So, speaking of it from a lens of Manny Pacquiao, because we all know who Manny Pacquiao is. Everyone knows who Manny Pacquiao is. Everyone knows what his resume is. Mm. Do you think it's worth Manny Pacquiao's time to fight either Errol Spence Jr. or Terrence Bud Crawford? Um, in my personal opinion... No, I don't think um, I don't think it's worth his time. I do think that you know Pacquiao might have a better chance of fighting guys like maybe Sean Porter, maybe even a Danny Garcia. Um, but Errol Spence and Terence Bud Crawford—they seem like they're in the top of their game. They're in their prime. Um, you know. I think it's also time for, for Pacquiao to, to kind of let the new generation step in the, the welterweight division. Um, and I think he's hinted this, you know, in the past. He he 
he he knows that he's not you know the the young fighter that still had the world to prove um i think he's proven enough and i think now for for him pacquiao is more about well you know he he still feels good he still feels like um he's strong enough and he he's just you know trying to milk every single ounce of boxing he has i, I still think he has a lot to offer in boxing but um i think yeah I think he he knows as well uh, because he is also an avid boxing fan. I think he knows that people want to see more of uh, Spence versus Crawford. So um, I think you know him as a boxing fan, he'd love to see that as well. So so yeah. To piggyback off of your point, he could beat a hell of a lot of guys too. Still at yeah, that age, absolutely. Let's not let's not forget about that. Right. But yes, I am in agreement that it's probably not worth his time fighting. Mm -hmm either one of those two, especially when the demand is more on Crawford and Spence fighting each other right. rather than one of them fighting him. Mm. Now, it kind of is just weird because he's still a major world champion. Right. So it makes you wonder, it makes you wonder how either one of those guys is going to be undisputed without going through <laughs> Manny Pacquiao, right? Right. But... It is what it is. If I'm Manny, I would probably go for a swan song hmm. or even just call it a career in the professional ranks and then just have fun. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Like if Floyd, if Floyd can go out there and have fun, who we will talk about later tonight, why can't he have fun? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and like I said, you know, um, Pacquiao was always struck to like, struck me as a guy who who just loves boxing just in general um you know he's very avid he's a avid boxing historian um he loves boxing history and i think part of it is him being a fan of, of boxing and and witnessing uh watching boxing fights and so i think he'll enjoy um kind of just stepping back and, and and watching these these the young guys that he's inspired inspired um throughout his career so yeah uh i mean for me you know i mean i mean who am i to to manny pacquiao you know but uh yeah i think uh i think it's quite poetic when you know pacquiao understands and, and knows that boxing fans really need this fight between spence and uh bud and so i think it's quite poetic to see you know like the the older generation, the the guy who doesn't really have to prove anything anymore to, you know, let the young guys fight a little bit more. Yeah, I would agree with that. Hmm. I mean, granted, I don't think the division depends on Manny Pacquiao's opinion. Right. But for what it's worth, He's not fully in control on whether that contract gets signed or not right. between Terrence Bud Crawford and mm. Errol Spence Jr. It's right. up to the two men themselves <laughs> and their promoters. Right. So their the business aspect of it is like so, a really key word. In <laughs> oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. Especially when one guy is on PBC and the other guy is on top rank. Yep, absolutely. Well, I mean, who knows? You know, like the the shade being thrown at top rank. It's, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see for sure. We'll see. 
But we will leave it on that note. So congratulations to Errol Spence yeah, on retaining his titles. Yep. And I can't wait to see, you know, the next Danny Garcia fight. Uh, sure. Yeah. Shouts to him for taking it. Yeah, absolutely. And on top, and for Terrence Bud Crawford, you and I think Errol Spence have a lot of working to do mm. in terms of uh, pleasing the fans <laughs> and progressing the sport. Right. To, absolutely. From a competition standpoint, at least. But we'll leave it there. Let's go to round two. It is fight week. So, again, as we're recording this, it is Friday night in the United States. So, tomorrow afternoon, Saturday afternoon, or Saturday night in the UK, we will have Anthony Joshua, so the reigning heavyweight champ, against Korbrat Pulev from Bulgaria. Mm. Championship fight, heavyweight division, 12 rounds, SSE Arena in London, England. 2 p.m. Eastern time here in the United States. So that's 1 p.m. Central for any of my Midwesterners, Chicagoans listening to us tonight mm-hmm. on our debut episode of the No Decision podcast. And it's good. It's the first time we've seen Joshua since his unanimous decision win over Andy Ruiz. Right. And Pulev is a veteran in the division. He is 39 years old. Mm. Pretty good record, has fought a handful of names, such as the Klitschko's. He's fought Huey Fury. Hmm. Um, he's fought Chisora, I believe, as well. So he's no slouch. Right. And, Joy, I want to get your thoughts on this upcoming matchup for AJ. Absolutely. I mean, a lot is riding on, on this fight, right, for AJ. Um, we once thought that Anthony Joshua was pretty bulletproof um and you know a a fight against Andy Ruiz kind of turned that around but I think for the better I think now he's a much better boxer um it will be interesting though to see um how Pulev kind of attacks uh Joshua right is he gonna go after him is he gonna try to rush him uh just the way Andy Ruiz did um and we we know you know Joshua has pride. He he will stand in there, and if he has to, he will fight fire with fire. Um, may not be in his best interest, but we will see. Um, he does seem a little bit faster, a little bit more athletic than Pulev. So, from you know just a couple of fights that I saw with Pulev, but yeah, uh, we will see. A lot is riding on this for for Joshua. You know, potential. You know, future massive future fights for uh for joshua so so yeah i i I think he will impress um so yeah i I think we'll we'll see we'll we'll see the adjustments that joshua has made we'll see how he reacts to pulev's game plan but yeah i'm excited absolutely and i do want to note that i think for this version of aj pressuring is not going to do anything absolutely not We saw Andy Ruiz try and do it the second time. Hmm. What happened? (laughs) He got embarrassed. Right. Damn near... Damn near looked like a nobody out there when they did the Clash in the Dunes. Ooh. Okay. Oh, come on, Joy. (laughs) I mean, yeah, okay. I mean, you know, uh, styles makes fights, right? Uh, Exactly. Right, right. Mm -hmm. If you're in the school of thought of the sweet science... So, like, the Floyds and 
I guess the Spences and the Purnell Whitakers. Mm. There's a big difference between boxing and fighting. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Andy Ruiz Jr. is a fighter. He's a fighter. He's a fighter. And then AJ in that Clash of the Dunes fight was a boxer. Right. He moved around. Mm. He went to spots where Andy Ruiz couldn't go to. Right. He used his reach. Exactly. He used his reach, he used his athleticism, and then he couldn't keep up. And then when Ruiz in that last round wanted him to step into the middle of the ring and exchange, you think this guy's an idiot? Like, no. Like, I mean, why do you think Floyd doesn't do that? And as a result, he's, what, 50-something and 0? 50 and 0. 50 and, oh, 50 even. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've always compared the AJ versus Ruiz 2 fight as Duran and Sugar Ray. Mm. It's just that this time nobody quit. (laughs) So, for me, if AJ can take that learning experience, build upon that, and use that athleticism, use the ring, have generalship against Pulev, Mm. he should be okay. And that leads into my prediction. I think AJ takes him out in 10. Oh, okay. Okay, interesting. And of course, you know, when you're when you when you face a guy who talks a lot of shit like Pulev, <laughs> then you kinda wanna shut him down. Right. Right. Of course if you're if you're becoming more of a boxer, you wanna beat him to a pulp, then shut him down. <laughs> but the for me, you still gotta finish the job. Absolutely. Because there's a lot at stake, like you said earlier. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh yeah, and so yeah, I mean I, I agree with you. I think Joshua is gonna win this fight. Um, I don't think it's going to be a knockout. Uh, I do think it might be going to a decision, um, a unanimous one. Um, you know, I, I do think that Joshua, ever since, you know, that second fight, he, he started using the ring a little bit more. He started moving around the ring. He He's using his length a lot better. Um, he's cutting off the ring um, a lot better as well. Um, and, yeah, so... I think overall, just by using that space around him, he, he he's a much better defensive fighter. Um, I do think that Joshua still needs to work a little bit more on his jab. Um, a lot of boxers, you know, obviously, like, what we, you know, kind of discussed on was, like, there are boxers and there are fighters, right? Um, and, yeah, I, I think Joshua still needs, there's still a lot more stuff that Joshua needs to fine-tune. I don't think he's, you know, a very fast fighter. He's very strong. Um, and, yeah, usually fighters that are fast usually tend to be the better boxers. Um, you know, and fighters who are strong tend to be better fighters, if that makes any sense. But, yeah, or brawlers. Uh, but, yeah, um, I'm glad that Joshua is kind of, you know, taking a lot of the, the sweet science Right of of pretty much learning how to make your opponent miss, learning how to use your 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 space around you to create opportunities for yourself, but also take away opportunities from your opponent. Um, I'm really excited to see if he can be a little bit better of a counter puncher. Uh, Joshua always went from from at least when I saw him against Andrew Ruiz from the first two fights, he he tries to beat 
Andy Ruiz to the punch. And um, that has worked out well for him uh, during his career. Um, but yeah, even more so in the second fight. You know, if you are able to beat him, um, if he's able to beat you to the punch, you're not going to last a long time in that ring with him. But um, I do think he's going to try to use a little bit more of his ring generalship now, his newfound ring generalship. I do think he's going to use a lot more of the ring. You're going to see him a lot move a little bit more. Um, I don't think Pulev is going to rush uh, Joshua like Andy Ruiz. I think he's a little bit. He's going to be a little bit more calculated. So that's why I think um, there's going to be a good fight. Uh, a very, it could be a chess match. Um, I think. So, perhaps a, a decision. I think I'm leaning towards a decision. Maybe a unanimous. For sure, it'll be really interesting to also see conditioning. Absolutely, so I can I can totally understand the decision prediction, but once again, Joshua versus Pulev. So far, our American listeners, that fight will take place tomorrow, December twelfth at two p.m. Eastern time, so one p.m. Central, noon time Pacific on the Zone. Mm. Heavyweight fight. SSE Arena in London, England. All right. <laughs> Round three. We talked about Floyd a couple times in the earlier rounds, but now this round is all about him. February 2021, Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul. I'm going to take a round off here and let you talk about this, Joy. Oh man, I mean, this might be the easiest fight Mayweather has ever had in his entire career. Um, uh, I've spoken about this uh, in the last podcast. I can't even tell. It doesn't really matter which Paul he's gonna fight. Jake Paul, Logan Paul. That's I don't, I don't fucking care. Fucking yeah, I, I really don't fucking care. Uh, but yeah, like uh. I mean, because I, I have seen Logan Paul fight in um, against KSI, another YouTuber. Um, he does, like his brother, Jake Paul, punch very wide. You can see the punch coming because they tend to roll their shoulders. Uh, so you could, that means, you know, you're, you're, very, you're punching very wide. And, and you could pretty much see the punch coming even just by the swing of their hips. Uh... And so, I mean, come on, like, really? Like, uh, you think Mayweather is going to fall for that? Um, I do think that it's going to be interesting, right? Um, Logan Paul, I think, is 200-something pounds, and Mayweather, the heaviest he's ever I've ever seen him is 160. So this is this might be interesting. If, if he, if Logan Paul knows how to use his weight and kind of lean on Mayweather, I doubt it, though. Uh, Mayweather is notorious for pot shots, uh, which is pretty much, you know, the sneakiest kind of punches that you don't expect. Um, and Mayweather is actually pretty good in, uh, close quarters and inside fighting. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. Right. Um, but I do think that Mayweather, this is going to be an easy fight for him. Um, you know, Mayweather is, is, is a veteran. He knows how to take rounds off. He knows when to take rounds off. He knows when to 
press on the gas. Um, I think you're going to see a very similar situation where McGregor, when McGregor kind of, you know, kind of punched himself out, um, got exhausted. He wasn't really used to the boxing rounds and, you know, the pretty much 12 rounds of boxing. Um, he wasn't really used to it. So I don't think Logan or either Jake, I'm not <laughs> either one. Uh, I don't think they're, they're, they're conditioned to fight 12 rounds. If it's like a three round, uh, three minute match, three minute rounds for 12 rounds. Um, I don't think they're going to last a long time. It could be for pure exhaustion. I mean, Mayweather is already hard to hit. Um, he's got he's perfected the Philly shell with the shoulder uh, shoulder roll. So I mean, uh, good luck to 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 Logan Paul, but I, I don't think he's gonna he's gonna pose much threat to to Mayweather. Yeah, well, I don't know. For me, I don't think that fight is gonna be twelve rounds. I don't, I don't think, think so. Yeah, no, I don't think so. It'll be like when he fought the Japanese kid, uh, <laughs> cage fighter. Right, right, absolutely. It'll be like four, three. I, I'm thinking like that. I'm thinking five, six, or five, six. Okay, that's fine. Mm -hmm. I'm sure Jake. Oh no, Jake. Logan Paul would like that too because they're 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 just overzealous people <laughs> to the point where they are seriously convinced that they can be world title fighters. <laughs> now, I mean, don't get me wrong. They 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 know a thing or two about combat sports. They were both wrestlers. Right. Right. But Absolutely. For both of them to go out and say that, oh my, oh, I can be a world title fighter. And for Jake Paul to go on Akin Barak and say, I'm better than Logan. It's like, <laughs> you, 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 I'm not, I don't know, I'm confused. <laughs> and it makes me wonder what the hell is going on with boxing. Because I thought boxing was starting to close the gap on UFC, but... When you have things like this, yeah, it, it and the fight good. from two weekends ago, the trailer fight with Mike and Roy Jones, <laughs> and then Snoop Dogg decides to go have a exhibition league, and you, De La Hoya is coming out of retirement, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. We don't want to get in trouble for against Maidana. doing that, <laughs> for doing for saying so. We don't, um, but. I, I don't know. Uh, what do you think is the current state of boxing mm. with all these exhibition fights and people saying that they want to get out and fight again, even though they've retired almost a decade ago? Right. And you got YouTubers who are controversial thinking that they can be world champions <laughs> and can beat already established combatants like Conor McGregor, McGregor and Dylan Dennis and Ben Askren. Like, well, what? Okay. okay. Go ahead. Uh, cor correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the first time either one of the Paul brothers are actually going to fight a professional boxer. Well, their fight, or Logan's fight with KSI, or okay. both of their, yeah, yeah, I think. They were professional, one, but. They were KSI, considered professional. KSI isn't a. You know, he, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't at the gym, like, I mean, he wasn't, like, a boxer. Like, he started off boxing at age six. No. No, no. Either yeah. one of them, I, I don't think. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. But, like, you know, so this is the first time they are going to 
either one of them is going to face um, a pure boxer. It's pretty much one of the best, like, uh, of, of all time. And so, yeah, I, I mean, I thought Mayweather took Canelo to school. I think this is going to be preschool for, for, for Mayweather. I think this is going to... I think he's going to really show... I don't think Logan's going to land a punch, a single punch. You think he's going to go airborne like the Japanese guy? <laughs> okay, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I'm willing to predict how much pun how many punches uh, Logan will land against Mayweather. Um, I don't think it's going to be a lot. I don't think it's going to be north of... 15 i i really doubt it i really doubt. i think the the punch that you could catch mayweather with is like a, a, a left jab but uh to answer your question uh, i think uh dana white said this right like you know the state of boxing unfortunately is this sad place where um you know legends have to kind of come out of retirement to fight each other and youtubers challenging these legendary boxers as well. Um, yeah, it, it doesn't really put uh, a good image to our sport. Um, yes, you know it, it's it's great to see you know these these legends uh, step out of retirement and kind of go back to to their roots, go back to to what they love doing. But uh, you know, it, it does seem as though like the uh, boxing is is in need of superstars, and you know, fortunately, I do think that there are young superstars and young growing superstars, up and coming superstars in boxing. Um, you know, it is just we we just haven't hit on their primes yet. So I think give it a, give it some while, give us give it some time. Um, you know, uh, unfortunately, Canelo seems to be like the undisputed pound for pound for me um he doesn't seem to have a lot of competition uh vying for that position so i, I do think it is a little bit more it seems as though like boxing is in lack of of talent right now but i can assure everyone like if you really pay attention to some of these boxers um they are quite talented, and they are rising superstars in, in, in the sport of boxing. So it, it is sad, but I think we're on our way to, to get better. Uh, there are some some superstars that I really like, and I can't wait to, to watch them grow. Is there a timetable in your head on where you think uh, boxing will turn the corner and close the gap or surpass UFC? Uh, Probably. Uh, I don't know about surpassed UFC. I think UFC right now is kind of the the king of uh, of of combat sports. Um, I do think that maybe boxing will start rising again, uh, maybe in five years. Um, you know, and I hope that by the time um, boxing rises again, we could take advantage of it because. You know, this is the first time in a long while where boxing is free on ESPN. And so, um, yeah, I'm quite jealous, uh, you know, because when I was a kid, saw a lot of these fights were pay-per-view. Um, a lot of them you couldn't even watch. So, because they they weren't allowed in TV. So, yeah, uh, you pretty much had to pay for them. Um, 
but yeah, uh, I, I do think that boxing is, is on the rise. I think they do have some superstars that are ready uh, to take the challenge. I think there are some still some superstars that are over glorified, but I don't think that should take away. There, there's always been over glorified um, boxing stars in the past. And yeah, it, it seems as though, you know, the, the main attraction at, at the very moment seems to be in the in the lightweights uh there's still you know we talked about it the the biggest fight everyone wants to see is spence versus uh crawford which is you know in the welterweight and pretty much i think the money making division right now is the heavyweights right so the heavyweights are back uh the biggest names in in heavyweights i can't wait until for anthony joshua you know all this drama that deontay wilder and like and Tyson Fury, you know, I don't know. For me, like, um, it seems as though boxing is doing okay. Boxing is doing okay. I think we're, we're going to grow. We're going to grow a little bit bigger in the future. And, yeah. There you have it, folks. That's a very optimistic view from my <laughs> co-contributor, Joy. So, we're near the end of our first episode of No Decision. Just a quick wrap-up. So we got Spence and Crawford hopefully in the near future. Of course, Manny Pacquiao still somewhat in the hunt. Hmm. We got Anthony Joshua overcoming Kubra Pulev. Very interesting takes on the Mayweather-Paul fight. <laughs> and there is another fight going on this weekend, and that's during the nightcap here in the United States on ESPN free. So joy uh free espn the gift keeps on giving hey. a junior lightweight matchup shakur stevenson shakur versus tokakan clary um shakur stevenson is an up-and-coming featherweight lightweight fighter here uh, olympian silver medalist has a bit of swagger to himself a lot of a lot of charisma to this guy <laughs> and he could be the future of that division absolutely but yeah he, he fights a solid guy in tokakan clary I believe his record's 28 and 2. Mm. And I think uh, Shakur Stevenson is 14 and 0. Right. I mean, so, yeah. Young uh, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, you know, this is what I love about sports just in general. But, uh, you know, maybe even more so in boxing, right? You could talk all the talk, but, and you can make all the predictions. But the, the thing that's beautiful about boxing is, you know, you're, you're going to find out soon enough, right? It's you know you're making predictions because it's on the next weekend. It's in the it's in the next day, um, and that's what I love about boxing. You know you you will know the truth very soon, um, and you and I have experienced the truth um, when discussing Lomachenko, Teofimo Lopez. I have you know faced the truth again when I watched uh, Danny Garcia and Errol Spence. So you know this is what I love about boxing. Literally, yeah. Literally, Errol Spence's <laughs> nickname is the truth. The truth. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's what I love, you know, and uh, yeah, before then, you know, I've only watched highlights of Errol Spence and I've only watched the only first fight I've watched from from first round to the 12th is uh, Errol Spence versus um, Sean Porter. And, you know, from then I didn't I still didn't even know a lot of Sean uh, of Errol Spence, but now I, I do have a little bit more. Uh, 
of an idea of who he is and how far he can take his talents. And so that's what I love about boxing, right? Like we still, we, we're still learning and, and I love these fighters, boxing, these boxing, these boxers, uh, they sacrifice so much. And, uh, I know because these, I, I can never make the sacrifices they make. Yeah. Not too many people can. Right. So, but then again, those that do, they're there for our entertainment. Absolutely. And then Absolutely. there, then it creates armchair analysts like us. <laughs> but Absolutely. once again, Stevenson versus Clary, ESPN. Coverage starts at 10 p.m. Eastern. And that is a free fight. You don't have to pay for it as long as you have the ESPN on your TV or, or uh, even on the Watch ESPN app. And that wraps up our show for No Decision Podcast. Joy, we made the distance. Thank you for your contributions to tonight. Oh, thank you. Oh, my goodness. I made it to distance. Unlike Logan Paul in the upcoming fight. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for, for having me in the, in the No Decision episode one. My pleasure. And we'll be back again next week to cover the Joshua. The AJ Pulev fight. Absolutely. As well as cover any hot news that goes around in the squared circle. Mm. Once again, this is No Decision Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Ibarra. For Joy Villapando, have a great night. Have a great night, guys. Thank you.